One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Daily News. I'm Ross Chanley, joined again once this week by George Stevens. This is brought to you in association again with The Athletic. If you want 50% off your yearly subscription and a seven-day free trial on top of that, go to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News and get stuck into that. Um, as always, we're going to start with our athletic piece, Georgia. Um, James Pierce did a Q&A yesterday, I think it was. Um, obviously, there's loads of questions around Liverpool, the coronavirus, transfers and all that stuff. Um, someone asked him, uh, I was wondering if the virus was affecting our move to Kirby. Is there any chance now it won't be ready in time? Um, James said he checked on Monday uh, and work on the new train ground is continuing. Construction phase is effectively complete, so it's currently busy sorting out the interior, putting in ceilings and floors. Uh, it's back on track to be ready for the start of July. Liverpool uh, would have waved goodbye to Melwood after their final game of the season, awaiting Newcastle on May the 17th. However, if the season is extended, they have the options to uh, stay put at their traditional HQ for longer. There is no potential issue where they'd have to leave Melwood when Kirby isn't ready. Um, this is going to change probably daily, George, because of, of, of what's going on. And currently, you know, there's construction workers that are going to work at the minute and there's arguments that they should be and, uh, and they shouldn't be. Um, but I suppose it's one less headache for Liverpool. Um, you know, we're going to take them back to a football point if they don't have to worry about it. The fact that, you know, like James says, it's just the interior stuff. Mm. And, like, <laughs> at least they've got something else to look forward to. Yeah, it's it's sort of a bit of good news as well for, for everybody as kind of small as it is. The, you know, the, something that the the fans and kind of the team and everybody seems to be looking forward to that next step. And, you know, we talked about City's training ground and, and things like that. The next step of becoming that big club is is not going to be kind of hindered by what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's it's great news for everyone, to be honest. And But like you said, it will constantly be updated and things like that. As from a... A fans or a footballer's point of view, would you have a preference on what you'd want to happen there? Would you like? Would you just be dead excited to have it a new place, or would you rather Liverpool ended the season at Melwood, set a proper goodbye? Because it's a pretty historic moment, isn't it? Been at Melwood for years and years, and then yeah. new, new season, new, new season, new me, new training ground. Yeah, no, I, I part of me thinks you know keep everything as similar as you can and and stay up in terms of routine training, keeping people's focus and things like that, um, and obviously kind of winning the league at Melwood kind of feels right having Melwood. Um, but at the same time, when you've got like a brand new state-of-the-art training ground, it's hard to be like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to move into it as soon as it's ready. But like I said, it's it's obviously kind of cops and people above him the decision of what's right for the squad kind of mentally and to keep them focused yeah it's also it's got the opportunity to to move into it earlier or, or on time as it were 
you know, Melwood's going to be used for other facilities. If you can provide those facilities to other people sooner, mm. that might benefit them down further down the road. Uh, we'll move on. Jane Sancho is urged, being urged to stop Manchester United and make Liverpool transfer. Any guesses who said this? Emil Husky. Okay, you read, read the gender. Nice one. I was asking the viewers, but whatever. Um, Emil Heskey has, has stated that um, Sancho has extended his contract until 2022 last year, so he thought he would make uh, an enormous bid of at least £100 million to Loring from Dortmund. Uh, so let me find the quotes. Uh, and Heskey believes that Anfield is the best option for Sancho as he will reinvigorate Jurgen Klopp's attack, speaking exclusively to Genting Bet. Uh, the former England and Liverpool striker said, when you look at Jane Sancho's age, he will always be an asset for Liverpool. In two, three years, you've got an ageing Liverpool side, even though to the, in this day and age, with the fitness levels of players, age is nothing. Um, but having someone young, fresh and dynamic coming in, it will only add to the squad. And I think that is where Jürgen is going to look, be looking at next. What he can add to the squad and what is going to give Liverpool that, a little bit more longevity. Um, I don't think you can really argue with any of those points there, George, can you? But, you know, probably it comes down to the price competition. Will there be a bidding war between them? The Liverpool don't normally spend. You know, they'd be breaking the transfer fee by a big chunk there if they end up going to, going to do that. Um, but the rest of the stuff with Sancho, I think he's right, isn't he? You know, a, a couple of weeks ago it was, oh, get Sancho Werner in, and then one of the front three goes. I don't see it as it being that case at all. You know, Salas, I think he's just about to turn twenty-eight, or he is twenty-eight, which is still relatively young. You still get a couple of years out of him. Bobby and Manny of similar of similar age. Bringing Sancho in just readies you, doesn't it? Because you can, if you can get him in in the summer or whatever the transfer window is, and then he can adapt to Liverpool system. We've seen, you know. Countless transfers, but he's going to take time. Minamino being a prime example of that now. Mm. Sancho ticks all the other boxes, doesn't he? Yeah, but I do think for his development as well, I don't think he's as big of a club as Liverpool is. And, you know, he's obviously said before that he wants to play for a big English side. Um, I, I don't think, if like in the article later, I think Heskey says that you've got Mane and Salah they command respect from defenders as a result. You'd like to think that Sancho has the quality to get in the side, but it will be very tough to get in ahead of Salah or, or Mane. And I think for Sancho to be a player of his kind of talents and him growing as a player, to, to sit on the bench or to be, you know, making sub a beer, I think that would be a step backwards for him from, from what he's... But would that be the case though with Liverpool playing two, three games a week? You know, you got you know Afcon to chuck in there as well. Whatever's going on with with that at the minute, yeah. you know, injuries, you know, giving other players. Right. My argument is, you know, if you have four for three spots, mm. Bobby, Manny, and Salah play a hell of a lot of football. Just yeah. not, not not drop one of them, but you know, you can rotate a little bit and go. Actually, you're having this game off because I need you for that one. You're going to be much better not yeah. being to the ground. No, I do understand that. I I just do believe that I think for him, if like if it was me type thing, he the role he's playing at Dortmund now, he'd want to do one better okay. and be not a star player, but the first name on on a team sheet of a side. And and that's probably be at Manchester United, wouldn't he? He'd be a rotation player or the the player that we ease in and say in two seasons time and. At the end of the day, that's a long time to, to not be playing 90 minutes every week as much as possible. Yeah. Um, right, we'll move on now. Uh, as ever, let us know your thoughts in the comments below and Tom will collect them at the end. He's, he's back of house somewhere. Um, but uh, Alison has no fear. Liverpool coach reveals what he makes uh, of the Brazilian one, one of the world's best, who is John Atzberg. Uh, who's come under criticism, actually, a couple of years ago when we had the likes of Loris Carries in there. But um, he's been seeking to the club's official website. He said he's a goalie who has no fear. 
Uh, if he does something, he sticks to his decision. In his mind, he knows what to do and doesn't hesitate. That is natural goalkeeping, goalkeeping having no fear, reading the game and deciding. Um, he goes on to talk about the, the relationship between him and uh, Mo Salah as well. I think he's talking about the goal against Manchester United. He said that if Ali receives the ball, he's always looking up to counter and restart the game quickly uh, and keeping with our way of playing. Uh, if Mo and Ali have eye contact, they're looking at each other and Ali knows he's made the move and has the quality to put the ball into his path. When Ali cuts a corner or cross, the first thing he's looking at is where the possibility of a quick restart or a throwing start of Ali. I think it's absolutely incredible, Georgia. Um, I did a piece on, on our website yesterday about the goalkeepers and stuff like that. But I think everything that he's saying there, the fact that you know he, he reassures himself, he backs himself, that that's making a decision. You know, you're talking about you know ninety minutes is a long time in the footballer's career. Make the split second, split second decisions can either lead to you preventing the goal or, or you know or conceding the goal. And, and Allison has that in abundance, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. It like I think it's like the he says in the in the article. It's some reactions are insti- instinctive, but it's also like it's a constant concentration. You know, there's no chance that he can switch off at all. And I, I think the unique thing about Allison is he's kind of attacker-minded as a goalkeeper. Like he's always thinking, can I be the first to win something? Can I be the the first to start that counter? Can I can I beat that attacker in a 50-50 when that ball's getting played through? He he always seems to be kind of on the front foot and and always looks to kind of be proactive and yeah. attack them rather than just you know being a shot stopper and reacting. But that that comes to when he's doing the one on ones as well, isn't he? You know, he forces decisions like he he almost faints to go to go one way to force the decision from a striker and and tells him where to go so he he can make that decision. I don't think you see that in in any goalkeeper to be honest with you. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Um, other news: Liverpool due to resume team training next week via video link amid microphone. Uh, Coronavirus crisis, you'll be able to say it by now, wouldn't you? Um, the Reds not letting social distance, distancing distract them from their charge to the Premier League title and are preparing to resume training next week. Um, the Reds players have been set individual homework, home workout programmes since the Melbourne training ground shut down nearly two weeks ago. Each member of the squad was given the tailored regime to be carried out uh, in home, gyms and gardens. Uh, the squad is set to be reunited over video link next week. Um, just something we were talking about before we went on air, Georgia. <laughs> what are your frustrations of the working from home as a footballer? They're basically just at a gym, aren't they? I mean, it's not frustration. It, it's it's great to see, but like you, you do see like some of the houses and things like that, and it's like, oh, I'd love to be working from home there. It's like a hotel. Um but yeah, I I think this has probably been going on for since it's it's been shut, whether it's been public or not. I, I don't think there's any footballer out there who's not been taken over, especially when you've got the facilities that most of these lads do in their own houses. So I, I think it's great that they can- they've all been doing Joe Wicks P sessions. Not anymore. <laughs> It, it, I mean, in all seriousness, it's, it's a good idea, isn't it? Because it, you know, again, you know, you play football regularly. It, it must be quite hard to go from, you know, playing a team game. It's all right doing your your, your personal training or working your finishing or whatever else. But you know, obviously, a lot of it is is, is team building, tactical pieces, you know, uh, movements within within the games. It's important for Liverpool to kind of maintain that because, you know, <laughs> I remember having six weeks off school. You go back, you forget how to write. You know, having potentially six weeks about football with your teammates and, and understanding their movements, what's going on, it's vitally important that they maintain that. Yeah, it, it's definitely just making sure that, obviously, there is going to be some sort of transition period when people do 
and the season kick starts again as in you know it's going to take a, a little while for people to get back to the to the speed and, and things that they were at but it's just about getting that little kind of edge and, and that little bit of a, a, a head start that we can now and that's available to them which is obviously great to see that they're utilizing you know kind of video links and, and keeping the, the squad together yeah uh final was not a story before we go but i know um it's a terrible time for everyone at the moment and people will be struggling so i appreciate that and this is obviously not not aimed at you but you know liverpool have um, launched an emergency food bank appeal Um, obviously they rely on match day income liverpool have generated quite a bit of money themselves uh, i think jordan Anderson has been a huge part of that as well um, but Matt Parrish, the director of the LFC Foundation, said it's important during these difficult times that we continue to help the people who need our support the most. It's a priority for the club and the LFC Foundation, resonators uh, and our fans who have consistently showed their support, fan support in food banks on match days in recent years. I would encourage anyone who was able to make a donation to do so. There would be a big difference to the Trussell's Trust Food Bank Network in Liverpool and Merseyside. Uh, all the information for that is on the official Liverpool website. You just um, you can donate by, by text. Um or you can, I think you can be able to ring them as well. Um, but there's different different values that you, brackets that you can text at uh, to donate different money. You are able to. Uh, I, I urge you to come do that. We've done lots of work with them before. I'm sure we'll do something with them uh, in the coming weeks as well. Once um, you know, once, once we can do something. Um, before we get into the comments uh, as well, don't forget to check out the Athletic if you want a seven day free trial and fifty percent off your yearly subscription, or just a seven day free trial, just so you can go and have a look. Uh, head to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News and get that started. Uh, if you're also interested in the Redmen TV website, um, Chris now, as we're talking, I think, is doing an interview with James Pierce of the Athletic. So that'll be uh, our long in depth chat with the man himself should be out on the website either today or tomorrow it's a 30 day uh, a month month free trial for that one as well if you don't like it just sack it off um i've done advertising now tell me some questions <laughs> yeah you can uh, we're gonna gonna kick it off with a super chat uh, from stephen somerville just saying georgia is my favorite member keep it up oh was that just you tom was that not on the comments tom just wanted to say that it was genuinely he paid two pounds to say that um, I thought that was Stephen's favourite. That's going to be gutted. <laughs> I mean, you can't, to be fair. Rob D, just talking about the Kirby development. Uh, he says, like everything else, if it's safe to do so and essential, then carry on. If not, then cool. It can wait and get done at a later date. Yeah, that's what I was saying before when we were kind of reading out, George. You know, it would be really nice to have that ready. You know, but again, as, as Carmen says, not at the expense of, of people's health, not at the expense of, of people's lives. Um, so that it might might change daily. I think you know, just might be stuff that's coming out today or tomorrow where they're trying to. I think they're trying to get as many people to stay in their homes as possible. Um, I understand that construction needs doing, but you know, it, if it's not, it doesn't seem like a necessity to me to have those people there. That's my personal opinion. But Definitely. you know, I, I do think, like we said, it, it's not. It, it was always the plan for us to to move into that that facility after the season's finished, um, and you know. There's no real rush for that to happen. It, like you said, it's not like we're going to be getting kicked out of Malwood or, or anything. So, obviously, kind of with everything that we've been saying regarding football, it's it's people's health and well-being that takes priority in that time. And I have no doubt that you know that will be the the thing on people's mind. Yeah. Tell me more. Um, uh, I've got I've got two more for you. Uh, my bushy eyebrow says. Is it no fear or overconfident? This is talking about Alison Becker. As good a keeper as good a keeper Alison is, he's still prone to hair raising moments during the match. 
he is boss though. Uh, that's oddly funny because you do have bushy eyebrows as well, so <laughs> that's quite funny. How are they talking? Um, I, I understand that comment, Georgia, but I also think I think you need to have that in your locker sometimes, just particularly if you look at, you know, again, I did that piece on the Rebel TV website, which is free to go and have a look on the goalkeepers. of you know, Other goalkeepers that we currently have in the Liverpool squad right now or past or present and stuff like that. I, I think he's right. He's, he's about having the balance, but I think he backs himself, doesn't he? I think it's all right to... I think it's alright to have those moments because he produces so many other good moments. If he just was dicking around on the ball, making mistakes left, right, and centre, and doing it on top, he'd say pack it in. That yeah, I think all kinds of we've said it. I think before on a show, all goalkeepers are a little bit crazy. That's why they're goalkeepers. It, it's there's, and the fact that he's he's Brazilian as well. He's got that kind of flair about him. The way like that he holds himself. The way he kind of so for him to kind of. I, I don't see it as overconfidence because he doesn't strike me as that type of player. Um, and I'd rather him have those one or two moments in a season when you look at the kind of worldy st- like stops that he pulls out pretty regularly. Yeah, and if he's not pulling out worldy stops, he's whipping out the guitar, isn't he? <laughs> so, yes, it's incredible. <laughs> um, last, last one then. God underscore you'll never walk alone says, I miss singing our songs. Any chance of a sing-along vid, uh, Ross? Yep, Tommy's on the news tomorrow. <laughs> you won't miss him if I start singing, mate, so I'm not going to bother going and doing it. But I think um, there was something in, in, in the news of the day. I didn't put it on air, but I think you know there's a radio station, or sorry, several radio stations across the order that all played you never walk alone at the same time. So, um, yeah, I understand you're missing the songs and, and, and missing the atmosphere and, uh, you know, Again, I said, said it the other day, if, you know, it's a socialist event for, for a lot of people to go out and you know sing with their mates or go to the pubs or whatever. Um, I think I've seen a lot of kind of people on Twitter and, and social media of, you know, I just want to hear the something that the cop went, like, I just want to hear the, the start of start and sing songs in your own sort of house type thing. Liverpool what? put the highlights out for the, uh, I think it was the Southampton game. Uh, away, which me and, me and Tom went to, and as soon as I saw it, we like we sang the Bobby song for like a good solid 10, 10 minutes, and I was like, ah, oh, I need that back in my life. But Ben tweeted the other day, uh, you know, this is a really good point, um, Georgia, the fact that you know when that, that first game does come back, and you never walk alone with you know with the fans being there, it's going to be incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's going to be something else. I think it is. It's it's given people a bit of perspective, and I've seen a lot of kind of what I give to watch, like a Norwich Burnley nil nil at the moment, like just to see anything, um, and and that type of. I think when it does come back, it, it will kind of people realise how much it means, and I think the players will too as well. Good. Okay, uh, we'll wrap it up there because we're done for the news, and my daughter either wants food. Uh, or something else. I'm not sure what I'll go and find out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the news and no sing-alongs, uh, and we'll see you then. ta